Mountain Wedding Talk, your weekly go-to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts, Patricia and Erica. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Mountain Wedding Talk. Um, my name is Patricia, and I have my partner in crime over there, Erica. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I was making comments about our, our lady who goes... Um, something about it's being recorded. So I just, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I know. She, and, and yeah, she has a, an interesting voice. So we are at the end of Oh my God. This is, this is episode 41. And this is our last episode of the year. So. Just amazing. We are going so we, to, to kind of yeah. go through our, our the our 2022 and um just kind of recap geez i mean it's been a heck of a year number one um yeah it has you know on on a I mean, I'm looking at the calendar yeah i mean business wise you know as you both know um patricia owns satin and sage um in wyoming and i own uh plum tree events in uh montana so just looking at our calendars and I'm just like, holy buckets. I think it was the most events I've had so far um, coming out of all the COVID, you know, everybody's who was, I think the last reschedules of weddings, um, people getting back together again in a, you know, an in-person setting and um it's just it has been a wild and crazy year. people forgetting how to communicate with one another because you know that's that's one of the issues that we've um that i've noticed is you know and i think we talked about this during the conference last month is you know we as a whole you know we've all were kind of you know we were isolated we didn't get to be in person as much as as we wanted to, if at all. So we all kind of forgot our social skills and we forgot, we forgot you know, boundaries and, um, oh you know, when to be quiet and when not to be quiet. So, you know, we've all been having to relearn um, this, the social aspect of it. And, and I'm just gonna, I am going to say, I have made some, major blunders this this year because of it um i probably said some things that i wouldn't normally have said to people um but you know when you're so used to just being confined and ranting around the house and nobody's listening to you so you just say things and then all of a sudden you get around people and you're just saying things so um if there's anybody out there listening that i've offended well you know i'm sorry um i i i um seriously it's it's i've i also have learned many many lessons this last year because of the covid and the the weddings um the client yeah. who have been a little you know, and, and I get it, you know, they're, they're, what are the words I'm looking for? Um, they're frustrated. They're, they're frustrated. They're a little bit more needy. Yes. Um, you know, that's one thing that I encountered. And then we, 
we as service providers, whichever, we tend to overbook ourselves. So that's the conflict I was getting that, you know, these vendors I was working with basically they couldn't service their 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 clients very well, let alone me. Right. You know, and communicating back to me and so forth. So those are the, the biggest frustrations I had yeah. this year. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of um because of everyone's workload, you know, in a, in a normal wedding season, we can cover each other pretty well. But when all your vendors are overbooked and overworked and understaffed, you know, it's harder for us to to kind of pick up the slack for each other. So there's a lot of things this season that did fall through the cracks because of that. And unfortunately, you know, um, it happened. But I, I honestly, I don't... You know, when when you have four people scheduled to work your event for you and those four people don't show up because I I don't know, you know, you still have to make that event happen and you do the best you can. And I've had clients that oh, they were wonderful. They understood. They get it. Um, It's it was it was great. Um, I also had clients that didn't understand that it was not great and they shared their frustration with me and were not happy with a lot of the things that happened or didn't happen. So, you know, again, um, we can apologize for that, but, and, and try to figure out, you know, how to work through things um, in the future. But I don't have the answers. If anybody out there has the answers, you know, Hey, I know I, it, and I'm, I'm, in the same, I'm in the same boat, you know, in regards to the frustrations and, and the short, the lack of patience, let's yes. go there, you know, and that, and that's the other part of it. I mean, we, we all, I try not to book an overbook and, um, and do those things, but I'm also a bleeding heart when it comes to, Oh my gosh, I need help, you know, right. and so forth. And then I raise my hands, you know, and uh, I tend to help and so forth, but we could all learn patience. I think in 2023, I think, uh, it, and it's interesting to hear these vendors, they're already booked. Yes. And it's been, it's a crazy upcoming well, season as well. And that's one of the, one of the things that I'm doing differently for 2023 is I'm not booking like my month of until March because, you know, a month of it's, it's 30, 60 days out. So there's really nothing for us to do until then. Um, That gives the clients that I've been working with for the last year more of my attention until, you know, we get up to to their weddings. Um, But I'm also trying only to book a certain amount of weddings a month. Um, I have increased my staff. So, you know, I mean, I'm trying to. Uh, you know, yeah. oh, yay. And, you know, so um, my staff is going to be taking on more of a responsibility for for weddings on their own. And, you know, trying not to book. I mean, if I have a 200 person wedding, I'm not going to book another wedding the week before or week after just because that wedding is going to take a lot of my time. So it, it's trying to get back to that. I don't want to say like the normalcy, but 
you know, reminding ourselves as as planners and vendors, you know, about our workload and to not overextend ourselves so that we can give our clients the best possible service we can. So that's kind of my um, my thing for next year, which it's weird because, you know, you I'm not used to turning down events. I'm like, I'm the same as you. It's like, oh, you need help. Okay, I will help you. Yeah. I mean, I've learned that whole the the self-care thing. Yes. So that really became um, a a topic for all of us event planners and so forth. And I've noticed that um, going forward, they have reduced the amount of events that they're taking because they want to have that work life balance. You know, they have small children, all that good stuff. Well, and it's, and it's also, you know, if I'm, if I'm taking the time for me and making sure that my needs are met, I can better help my clients with a level head and, and a, um, I just, I can be more helpful to them, you know, versus if if I'm stressed to the max and I've got 75 people coming at me at once and I haven't taken any time for myself to kind of decompress and, and, you know, I'm, I'm not a superhero, um, (laughs) which I just found that out recently. Oh my gosh. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna be, if I'm all stressed out like that, if a client asks me a question and I'm, it's at the wrong time. And if I snap at them, it's not, that's not okay. It's, they didn't do anything wrong, but because I'm not managing myself, it's, it's flowing out into my clients and that's not, that's not acceptable to me. So, you know, just like, you know, if mama ain't happy, nobody's happy kind of thing. It's, (laughs) it's like, if the planner's not happy, nobody's happy because, and, and I think, like you said, that self-care portion of it is huge right now. Um, which is kind of what we do kind of on our, our downtime here. Um, you know, I have events that start up in January, so, you know, a couple weeks to just kind of breathe. I've learned how to box breathe and I've been working on this. I know I've been, I've been doing like meditation and stuff to calm myself and not perfect. Yes, I know. I know. Do you know what I want to do? I think. Go go ahead. Do you know what I want to do? They have one of those, um, those, uh, what are those aqua chambers where you, or hydro chambers that you just lay there in complete, utter silence and float. They have the float tanks too. Yes. So biometric, something, something. I want to do it. That's what I want to do. do And I have one of my employees. um, I love her. She's, she's my problem child, but I love her. I really do. Um, She actually started this year um, that before every wedding, we do grounding exercises before the wedding, before we start setting up the wedding. So if you ever hire and you see us standing out in the field with no shoes on, or laying in the grass. Um, Patricia and I did this at the conference and just, you know, just lay in the grass. Um, that's what we're doing is just kind of grounding ourselves so that we can, um, I don't know, be more productive and make things happen. So, yeah, I mean, you know, we, 
and I don't know if our audience realizes there there's a true true wave of burnout. You know, yes. when when we tend to work too much, and then we burn out. So then we're trying to rejuvenate ourselves and so forth. And Erica having uh, an event already in January is a big deal because my season. Well, I'm, I'm actually not stopping because I'm officiating as well, but I'm not doing the wedding planning or event planning at this point. Um, I'm volunteering, but whatever. In The season for me is May through October, and that's where I book most of my um, events. Now, um, I see it trickling now into the winter, yeah. though. But that's, and I think that's the other thing is, you know, we have our weddings, but we also have our events. I have corporate clients that I do events for year round and that's during the week. And that's why I've kind of increased my staff to kind of take more of the wedding part because I can't, I can't do everything. Um, you know, I've been asked to do some trainings for um, some lodges and, and hotels in the area for their staff, which is going to take up even more of my time. So my, you know, I'm kind of in 2023, my role is shifting a little bit from the main planner of weddings to more of a management um, of my staff who are doing the weddings and then me doing all this corporate stuff and and training and and things. So that's going to be a bit different. I'm excited, but it's different. It's awesome because, you know, that we need some variety as well. I mean, coming from hospitality myself, you know, that is a, yeah, that's a really, really cool thing to be adding to your portfolio. Um, but, you know, in regards to our year, I mean, I've had my ups and downs and I know that we had one episode and I don't even know which one it was where we both came off of a, <laughs> our event and um, we were kind of beat up, you know, by the client. And, and, yeah. and so, so there was some learning, um, definitely learning experiences, how to communicate back. I mean, we came back with from the conference last month with a lot of tools, you know, to be able to uh, manage those kind of plants. I I think, uh, yeah, yeah. I I think it just gets, it's uh, frustrating for us when, you know, we, like I send out, you know, a welcome email with an onboarding package, which has all the information on it. There's a contract, there's, you know, there's a portal that has everything in there. And I had a client who got mad because I wasn't doing the rehearsal dinner. And I said, well, it's not in the contract. And she said, yeah, but you said, and I have witnesses that say that you said that you were going to do it. And I said, well, number one, it's not in the contract. So no. And two, I said, it can be done. If you needed help with this, we can do this. But know that, you know, I guess my big thing to to the listeners and to couples and to parents, read your contracts, read everything your planner gives to you, because you know, and if there's something that you don't understand, or if there's something that is not clear, please set up a meeting with your planner, ask the questions. And this, this goes for any of your vendors. When you're looking at that contract, if there is something that you're not sure of, 
or you still have questions or, you know, you just want to make sure that you're understanding it correctly. My gosh, get a meeting with them, get them on the phone, meet them in person, you know, Zoom, whatever, and have them go through the contract and explain your vendor should be able to explain their contract with no problem. And, you know, that way, if, if they need, and there's been a couple of times when, you know, somebody, they weren't real sure about what a specific part of my contract meant. I rewrote it for them so that they could understand it better. You know, and that's, and that's, what's important is that you understand exactly what you are getting for the money that you're investing, because otherwise you know, if, if you think you're getting one thing and your contract says something else, the day of that, it's, there's going to be some problems and somebody's going to get, you know, um, upset. Usually it's me. Um, but no, I know. I mean, it, it's a learning experience for yeah. me as well. I mean, I am um, doing a better job at revisiting that contract, you know, and, and, and going through those little hoops and valleys. And so, you know, when Erica mentioned that, it's not that we don't do something. It's, if it's not included in your contract, absolutely. But we can add it to your contract right. and we can add right. those add those um, extra services, but at a cost, right. you know, and we just, we, I think Erica and I put blood, sweat and tears into our events. We go above and beyond and then some. And then sometimes we get a little bit abused by it because we're so kind. And I, and I think um, that's the, yeah, that's the part, you know, we, the contract says one thing, but yeah. Okay. I'll go ahead and, you know, you need me to drop these gift bags off at the, at the hotel. Fantastic. I will do that. Typically that's not part of, you know, a month of planning. So you know, that would be an extra fee, but I have been known to just, okay, I'll fantastic. I'll do it. Or you need me to bring my speakers because after the DJ leaves or after the band leaves, you still want to play music. Well, in theory, that would, I would rent that to you to do that. But because of who I am, I'm like, you know what? I'll just bring it. Don't worry. It's, it's fine. So, you know, it's, I guess what I'm saying is it's my own fault for not setting boundaries there. I said it. I know. And it, and it makes it difficult for us. You know, I, I want to let our listeners know that if we provide you service outside the contract, we are really hurting another client. So we're being very careful now going forward in, in doing that. I mean, it, it it's not like we won't do something. It's just that, you know, you're contracted to do a certain amount of service. And then if you want the a la carte, you add it. I mean, we we literally can do anything for you. Right. It's but not that we don't want to. No, and, and that's, you know, you bring up another point where, you know, um, because of the state of the economy and the increase in, in a lot of um, transportation, gas, uh, production of things, you know, the costs of products and services are going up. And it's really easy to see like with catering. Okay. Yes. Catering costs are going up because food costs are going up and they have more of the, you know, the supply chain. So people might ask, well, well, you guys don't do anything like that. So why, why are your costs going up? Ah. 
So, um, because we too have to make a living and our food prices, you know, to, you know, our, well, I mean, our, our mortgage went up, you know, $200 a month. Okay. You know, welcome to Montana. Um, but, you know, we do have costs. Our, our employee costs are rising because our employees are demanding more money. We can't find people that work for $10 an hour. That's those days are gone. And our, our, as much as, you know, as maybe you do know as listeners, even our basic websites, right. our prices go up. You know, just right. hosting our websites, for instance. And uh, you know, so there's a lot of uh, back expenses that we, it's fixed, you know, right. and so we have to cover those expenses and they keep going up. I mean, I just got a medical thing that said, oh, we're just going to increase you by $27. I'm like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> Yay. Yay. But, but I mean, that's, that's, that's true. Um, and with gas prices, when we do site visits, so now gas is costing us more to do those sites. Oh, it's crazy. Um, I travel a lot. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we try so hard to, like, I, have, I do things like I will pick stuff up for people so that they don't have to, if they're only renting a couple things, I will pick them up so that the client doesn't have to pay $200 for a delivery fee. Um, but, you know, it, it's so there's, there's still, there's still costs that we, you know, um, our supplies, you know, we have uh, emergency kits that we supply at every wedding. Well, those costs have gone up. There's just, I mean, there's just like all this stuff. So it's, and a lot of us, let, let's, let me, let, we're going to have a real conversation. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to give the back end of, of some stuff here in, in planner world for, for everybody. So there's a lot of new planners out there, okay? And we all have to start somewhere. And, you know, we all did this. So a new planner starts, they look at what everybody's charging in their area and they charge a little bit less because they have no idea because pricing is the hardest thing to do in in any, in this industry at all, okay? So- they have this price that all of a sudden they have no experience. They've planned their own wedding. They want to become a wedding planner. Great. They don't want to pay for the education, but they're going to charge, you know, close to what everybody else is paying. All right. That's good and bad. Um, but after a while, you know, one of the things that we've learned in our infinite wisdom is to try to find out what our actual billable hours are. And this has kind of been a big thing. Um, and this might be more for, for wedding planners than, than couples, but it's good that couples understand this as well. So what we do is when we come up with pricing, we, we make a list of all of our overhead, how much we pay our staff, how much the company needs to make in order for taxes and you know just to run the company. And um, and then supplies, because each wedding, each event, we have to buy stuff for that just just to do our normal jobs as far as, you know, um, hand sanitizer and masks. And, you know, there's there's all these little things that you that we provide that nobody really thinks of. 
um, you know, most of us have an inventory of votives and, and things just in case that we bring signs, uh, you know, just all these extra things it, just in case. So we take that number and then figure out how many hours it takes us to plan, you know, a, a day of or a month of wedding, um, a partial or a logistical wedding, a full planning, um, you know, and we take those hours and that's how we come up with how much we charge you. So it's, there is a formula. It's, it's actually, um, it's very interesting. So, you know, we are not by, you know, if, if you get charged $2,500 for our service, don't think that, you know, Patricia and I are, are getting $2,500 and we're going out and, and partying. And we're laying on a yacht or something. <laughs> yeah. Because like I do, um, I'm being very transparent here. So for, for my stuff, I charge 40% of the package price for staffing fees, you know? So it's like only 40% of that, that's what people get paid for. And that's, that includes me. So, you know, we're not, and everything else is, is to run and grow the business. Um, and when I say grow the business, I mean, towards having like my staff is certified through ABC. Um, I want to make sure that they are trained, that they know what they're doing, that if you get, if you don't get me, you're getting someone who's just as good, if not better than me. And we do a lot of training. We do a lot of workshops. We do a lot of stuff. Oh, Patricia has her baby on the screen. You all can't see him. <laughs> so, so ABC, by the way, is Association of Bridal Consultants. Just yes, that's you. our, that's our, um, that's the mothership. And, you know, so there's all these factors that go into it. So, you know, just, just so that you understand kind of a little bit about that, but let's talk about all the, no, that's, and yeah. I think that's a good overview because, you know, I, I don't, I would love to have this conversation with every client, but you know, yeah. it's, it's just, you know, I think that what happens and I call them my tire kickers, you know, they go, well, you, you know, you're too expensive or you did this or right. can you go down right. and they negotiate. And it's, it's really, really hard for me to, I don't know when, when you go in to purchase something in a grocery store, I'm just going to go there. Do you barter for that price? Right. You pay that extra $3. I mean, I'm, I'm paying almost $10 for eggs now because I buy that pasteurized stuff, mm -hmm. but that's the price, you know? Right. And, and there's, um, and there's some things like, like I can negotiate, but that means that you're going to have less staff and, and things are going to less hours, or whatever. And, yeah. and you're, you know, things aren't going to go as smoothly. So sure. Yeah. We can, we can cut out staff members. That's fine. <laughs> but know that I'm going it, to, it's, it's not going to go well. You know, and that's what, you know, people, they don't understand that part of it a lot. Um, well, this, and this leads me into our prices are going up next year. We have to make ends meet, you know, and we're like everyone else. We don't stay in that. We have to survive. Absolutely. Right. I mean, I, I wish I could pay my staff more, but, you know, I, it's, that's, just that's that's this is what I can pay them because my prices are I try I'm trying to keep my prices somewhat 
um, reasonable and like it's not over the top compared to compared to others. But I don't know. you know, I just, in the, the what? Oh no, go ahead. I've, I'll, no. I'll, I'll hold that. The whole thing is we want, we need your wedding to go as perfect as possible. And although we will do anything we can to make that happen, you know, we still have to set some boundaries that are realistic because in the end, we are a business. We are businesses. Um, (laughs) This is not a hobby. This isn't, um, you know, something... Yes, I don't know about you, Erica, in regards to the boundaries that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So when clients need us, their number one thing is that I'm the most important thing on this earth right now. So one of the things I try to juggle, and that's just me, is when they when they are so close, our events are so close to each other, mm-hmm. and every event is important. And so the communication piece of it, that's the boundaries that I'm having issues with, that they text and they, you know, I'm, I'm teaching my clients to do different things, but the urgency and the lack of patience. See, and then my, so in my onboarding package, I have, these are the hours that I work. You can email me. Clause. What? Yeah. Your communication. So, yeah. So they have a link that if they need to schedule a meeting with me, they can click on that link and schedule a meeting with me. Otherwise we meet once a month. And that way, unless and until the last month, then we'll meet a month out and then we'll probably meet two weeks out. And then, you know, a couple of days before, you know, for all the, the, the hoopla. But they, they can text me that last month before their wedding. Otherwise, nothing's that important. Nothing, nothing yeah. is so important that it can't wait when you're, you know, six to eight months out. There just isn't. Yeah. And and if and if it is like a venue cancels or a caterer cancels, then I'm going to know about it first. And I am going to have options for you before we talk. So, you know, it's just um, it's, you know, when when things aren't going the way you want, we can sense it. We know that we probably know things aren't going the way you want before, you know, they're not going the way you want. And it frustrates us. And there are some things that are completely 100% out of our control. And there are things that we can control. And it's the things that we can't control that, I mean, I don't know. I, when, when a wedding doesn't go the way I want it to, or that the way I know the client wants it to, I take it very hard. I really do. I mean, you remember that, that wedding that I had that I, I was like, I was devastated for probably two months afterwards. I'm I'm still a little um, shaken about it, but I learned a lot from it. And there's a lot of things that I, I will change and a lot of things that I need to make sure that I communicate better. So, you know, it, it's not all a loss, um, but, you know, that's the, the wonders of, of the wedding industry. So I know and, and overall, you know, 2022 was um, a, a very good year. I mean, in regards to and so forth. And, you know, one of the things I'm focusing on um, 
my travel. I mean, I traveled a lot and yeah. I, and I did, it did wipe me out a little bit, you know, because when I go out to Washington and I go out to North Idaho, it consumes four, four of my days for one event. Right. So um, doing a little better this year. Do you have, um, are you doing that again this year or for 2023? You know, I, I did take on um, two, I think two different weddings for that for next year out in, in Coeur d'Alene. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so Coeur d'Alene, so I made a promise to myself that I would go as far as Coeur d'Alene and I do have a coordinator that's in Spokane. So she's going to take on the Spokane if we continue to have that business and she wants to open up her own business. So I'm trying to help her and, um, you know, take her under my wing. So hopefully that'll happen. Yeah. I, um, I don't know this year. I mean, we started, so last, last November, we came back from the conference and we decided we were going to, you know, team up together and, and do this podcast. And everybody was kind of like, sure you are, you know, it's that whole, yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys say things, but you know, and we kind of, oh gosh, we knew nothing about podcasting. I mean, what we're like episode 41 and I mean, we're still, gosh, we're still learning big time. And, you know, but I remember doing that course with you in the very beginning to try to figure out like what the how how does this even work yeah so um i took on you know like i do the recording and the editing and posting of everything so that was a learning curve and i'm just getting comfortable with that and i'm changing platforms so that's going to be great um you guys know i know and i'm looking forward to uh all of the fun things that we have, you know, in I store know. for Mountain Wedding Talk. And I think that um, Erica worked really hard behind the scenes to get us on um, pretty much every platform. So Pinterest and all those kind of things. So you'll I know probably, we're on Pinterest now. I know. You'll see us well, pinning, as they say, but we're going to blog, you know, and yeah. take these episodes. And so you'll have something handy in your hands and we'll be able to, um, you know, with our show notes and things like that, give you forms to take away. And um, so it'll get much more interactive. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we are looking for guests all the time and looking for couples that are getting married and you would get free advice while you were here. Yeah. So I think the um, 2023 is going to be a lot more organized. It's going to yes. be, um, you know, a lot more information, uh, a lot more activities and um, it, it's going to be good. I'm excited for, for 2020. I am. I'm super excited. Yeah. We're so going to be, we're going to be traveling. Yeah. We are going to be traveling. Um, this yeah. last, I, I know a couple episodes ago, we, we kind of mentioned um, we've got something in the works that um you know patricia and i spent four hours on a plane together um and we you know we just we just i don't know what it is we brainstorm and then next thing you know we're just like oh my gosh so um one of the things that we're going to be doing and it's going to be called mountain wedding talk the experience live that's all i'm going to give you it's starting in denver so stay tuned for, um, in, in the upcoming weeks, we're going to have more information on that. And, um, we're super excited when we get to launch that and, and tell everybody all the information, but look out for, you've probably seen some, some things on social media 
um, just, you know, here and there. We just, I, I'm like oozing with excitement because, you know, I can't say anything yet, but we'll get there. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we're, we're trying to be very realistic about, about certain things. You know, um, we know the first time you roll something out, um, it might take a while to catch on. It might take a while to, to, to be, um, a thing, but we think we feel it that this, what we've, we've created is, is going to definitely be a thing. And, um, you know, 2024 for sure it's going to be amazing so but 2023 can't wait yep we can't wait so i am um gosh i'm excited new year's is around the corner so that's going to be fun it is but if anybody has if anybody has anything that they like to share um go back over you know, tell us what episode did you like the best? What did you like the least? Um, what would you like to see? What do you not want to see? <laughs> um, if, there's something, if there's something that we do that you're just like, oh my God, stop. Um, let us know that too. Um, you can send us messages through uh, social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest now and um I'm trying to think oh YouTube we're gonna get we're getting a YouTube channel that's the other thing oh, oh, yeah. we're gonna um YouTube. we're going to be doing some of our podcasts where you're actually gonna be we're gonna do vodcasts where you'll actually be able to see us talk and then we'll um then we'll just do the audio on on the podcast and then we'll have other like short little videos and stuff on on our YouTube channel which you know yeah. is mountain wedding talk um but send us an email hello at mountainweddingtalk.com um download our podcast on any podcast provider you choose and then um look out the first of the year for our um our YouTube channel yay on location and we're gonna do things it's gonna be fun i know it's so much fun i know we get through this our winters our winters are pretty rough out here in, in regards to snow so that's you know but i love it yes yes okay i love it all right any other any other final thoughts for 2022 and looking forward to 2023 no but i just i just can't wait for the new year i know i'm excited about it it's gonna be good yeah. We're going to we're going to have all kinds of guests that we have lined up, which I'm yes. sorry. Those are my favorite episodes. I know you all love to sit here and listen to us, you know, fly off the rails. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the episodes with with guests and ben- other vendors are amazing to me. Um, so we're going to have more of that for you. So we're just going to have, we're just going to have all kinds of things because we want your wedding experience to be amazing. And we we want you to be educated and go into your planning with knowledge. So, you know, you can have the best experience ever. Absolutely. And when we do go out live, you know, hopefully you'll be able to attend those live visits. Yes. All right. Well, we'll see in the new year. Happy new year. Two crazy planners. Bye. Bye. Go to for inspiration and education for your beautiful Rocky Mountain wedding with your hosts Patricia and Erica. If you'd like more information, please visit our website at mountainweddingtalk.com. Thanks for listening.